like nostalgic movie review from nerdy married men. Hello there, everybody. Welcome to the show. We are new nostalgic movie reviews. Yes. I am David. And I'm Steven. Welcome back to the show, or welcome if you're brand new. Yes. I understand if this is the first one you listen to. This is a fun movie. Oh, great movie. Today we are looking at Prey, which is a 2022 film rated R. It's hour and 39 minutes. Yes, and our last movie. I can't remember what that one was. Our last one was Werewolves oh, within. within. That's right. <laughs> We're talking about Prey today, so All right. let's go to that. <laughs> uh, some of the uh, casting in Prey, we got Amber Midthunder, who plays the main character Naru. Uh, we got Dakota Beavers playing Tabe, and then we got Dane DeLegro, who's playing the Predator himself. Yes. It is amazing. Yes, this uh, this is a very, very good reboot, remake-style kind of movie that I was not expecting, especially since the last couple of Predator movies have been really bad, really yeah. critically bashed. I think it's, it's a prequel to the first one, right? Yeah. Because it takes place... Before it's a few hundred uh, years beforehand. Yeah, seventeen nineteen. Seventeen nineteen. That's yep. right. So uh, let's just go over the uh, synopsis. Synopsis. Yeah, that word. Naru, a skilled warrior of the Comanche Nation, fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved predators to land on Earth. Bum, bum, bum. So it's a. Uh, it's both very similar to the original, but also very different. Yes. Uh, the cinematography in this movie is just beautiful. Uh, oh, the seriously. acting is so well done, especially compared to some of the most recent Predator movies. The cinematography, especially with all the drone shots they did in this movie. Yeah. Like they did so many like cutaway shots and so many of the cinematography for this. And I'm going to say this again when we do the episode for the Northmen. But a lot of the shots from this are very video game like shots where they're from afar or from a top view. And like you get these are really cool, especially when, like when she's invading the Frenchman camp in the movie, you get yeah. this really cool behind the shoulder look and it feels like you're playing a third person video game. Yeah. And I mean, it was really nice kind of seeing most of the locations looked very practical. There might have been a couple like CG green screen, blue screen moments, but most of the film looked so good. I couldn't tell if mm-hmm. it was a practical location or not. It was so well done. And us talking about this movie being set in 1719. This is set um, with the main characters being of a Comanche tribe, as the we said with the Comanche Nation. And a lot of the producers and a lot of people who were involved were of the Comanche Nation. And they actually verified almost all everything, the looks of everything and the costumes, the makeup, the words they used. There's even um fun fact, there's even a Comanche version of this movie where it's Comanche dubbed over with English subtitles. And I almost want to watch it that way. Yeah, I definitely kind of <laughs> want to check that out to see what it's like. But I mean, it's just all done. It's nice seeing um apparently Dane, who played the Predator, did all all of his own stunts with motion capture. And he didn't use a stunt double because he really wanted to do it himself and learn it. Um and apparently he was he's uh, only like six, nine, which is really tall. But apparently that is still shorter by like five or six inches compared to the original guy that played the Predator in the first movie. Yeah. But uh, he just did so well. Well, and he still had a commanding presence, especially with the cast and stuff in this one. And this is supposed mm-hmm. to be one of the first Predators. So it makes sense that this one might be a little smaller. It doesn't have as much of the technology that you've seen in some of the other later Predator movies. They really stripped this back, and I think that really helped the movie. Oh, it was lot. it was really nice. Yeah, the the tw- 
tools are like an older style tech, but I also loved it how the Predator, you know, being of the older technology, it also seemed more beast-like. And I mean, the first half of the movie when he's doing his kills, he's almost using his hands or claws the whole time. He doesn't Mm -hmm. start using his tools until about halfway through. And it's kind of cool seeing where the tools came from when you think about how they evolved in the original. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, it's really, this movie stripped back a lot and I I actually really enjoyed that. They actually did this in English. Yeah. Because I feel like they would have lost a lot of the audience if they made people read because there's still a big thing in today's time where a lot of people do not want to read subtitles. Mm -hmm. For some reason, subtitled movies are still have a hard time getting the credit they deserve. And so them doing this in English made it really just was really smart for them to do it so mm-hmm. and uh one thing i really you know i kind of teeter on like i love you know i come to the predator movies for like the violence and the kills too because it's fun seeing oh, yeah. how creative the predator can be and a lot of the stuff is very creative and one things i i kind of didn't like as much are a lot of the violence and kills it cuts away at the last moment or has it like blurred out like almost a background so you don't really see all of the visceral damage um, but at the same time, it works really well because of the sound design makes it sound so devastating. Yeah. And I mean, it's really well done, but personally, I would have liked to see uh, a lot more of the gore. <laughs> yeah, this was a little bit laid back as far as the gore levels of it. But to the same extent, like there was still a good amount of deaths, a good amount of gore in it. And yeah. there was some pretty like gnarly scenes, especially like uh, when she's like pulling mind parts out of one of the Frenchman's legs and like helping yeah. tie a tourniquet everything off. And there's some like scenes like that or some limbs being chopped off that you're like, oh, wow, I was not <laughs> expecting that. And there's a lot more of the uh, the more of the gore is with the animals, I yeah. felt like, than the actual humans. Yeah. Especially with like skinning the uh, bison and the snake and which... yeah, the snake was cool. <laughs> Apparently uh, the snake was meant to resemble kind of like the predator there's the scene with the rattlesnake. It looks like it's looking right at the predator. And that's because they can see while the predator is invisible. Cause they also have like a thermal Rattler radiation. has its pits and then on its head, um, it allows them to sense the heat and track their prey. So it could like see the thermal radiation signature coming from the yeah. predator. So, I mean, really cool. Like how they do that. And uh, I won't go too much more into spoilers until a little bit later, but I guess how did this uh, movie make you feel? And what would you rate it? This movie made me feel just extraordinary. Like this movie is just, I was not expecting this movie to be as good as it was. I had, I had hopes for this movie. This is the first predator movie. I actually watched over the last three of them. I didn't watch predators. I didn't watch uh, the predator. predator. (laughs) I I just, I saw the trailers and immediately said, Nope. I saw this trailer and I was like, I want to go into this. And as soon as we got done watching this and even throughout the entire movie, I was enthralled the entire time. This movie is very smart. It's a very well done woman empowerment movie. This is probably my, one of my favorite depictions of women empowerment. And one of my favorite depictions of using intelligence over strength yeah and it's just incredible how well they used their hunting skills that the comanche tribe had to take on this predator and for me i think this movie is a must buy you should definitely buy this movie it's not something that i'd buy in every way it's not something i'll probably watch every time it's on but it's something that i will watch several times throughout my lifetime and it's something that i definitely recommend buying 
Oh, uh, definitely. I think uh, this movie is definitely a nice breath, uh, breath of fresh air um, compared to the most recent ones. I mean, I thought Predators was at 2010. That Something one, like that. That one was all right. But I haven't seen the, the one that came right before this. Uh, just, I don't know. I've, I heard a bunch of mixed reviews. But this one really, I don't know. Like, even when I saw the trailer of this one, I was a little skeptical at first. Um, especially when I'm like, oh, it's streaming right to Hulu. It's not like going to theaters or anything. But yeah. I think Hulu won. I mean, this movie is actually like one of the highest rated movies um, on Hulu right now yep. and out of the Predator franchise even. Yep. So, I mean, they hit a home run and I, you know, was pleasantly surprised. It's a great movie. I definitely recommend watching it. Um, I'd say own it, but it is on Hulu. So uh, I think it is a must watch. Definitely yeah. check it out. You don't have to buy it. But I mean, like even if, once this goes off of Hulu, I'm buying. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's, it's totally it, worth it. It'll probably be on sale and stuff once it's off of Hulu anyways. You'll probably get a sale for it where you can get it for like 8 or $10 or something. And I'm going to 100% buy this as yep. soon as it comes out. So check it out. That will uh, be it before we head to the spoilers. Uh, yes. Next week, please come join us. Uh, yes. I think this is uh, Stephen's next, I guess, quote <sighs> This is pick. my quote bad pick because it's not certifiably fresh or whatever. It had a only a 59% on the Rotten Tomatoes rating. But this is my all-time favorite movie oh okay this is the movie i've watched more than any other movie in existence <laughs> i have not i'm not joking when i say this i've watched this probably a hundred times or more and that is a, <laughs> a night's tale, tale. <sighs> uh, come join us next week for that it's a fantastic film i uh, got heath ledger in it please check it out it is available on netflix yes uh if you don't have it um but with that we are moving on to the spoilers bum, 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 bum. All right. First thing I'm going to talk about, I really didn't have many issues with the movie at all. I didn't um, either. I had like, I think I only had like five notes in this movie. There were a couple moments where they purposely said some of the quotes from the original <laughs> yeah. movie, which isn't necessarily a downfall, but uh, the way they like kind of wink at the audience, like we said the quote, like they said, <laughs> if it bleeds, we can kill it or it can be killed. Well, and there's a and, moment where she just says, like, do it. And it's the same thing. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Do it now. <laughs> but so, I mean, the quotes didn't bother me necessarily. But at the same time, it's like, I think they were there just for the fan service. Same for, with uh, the flintlock pistol that appears at the end of Predator 2 is in this movie. So this movie is almost an origin of where that pistol came from. Well, Which, I mean, it's a cool nod to it. But at the same time, it's like. Eh. I think it's funny how like sometimes you'll say like having a uh, Freddy's glove in Evil Dead is a touching nod and it's really cool to see that. But then having the flintlock pistol from the other movie is not a oh. touching. <laughs> well, in, in Evil Dead, the glove was kind of in the background as a little winky Easter egg. Yeah. Th this one, it's kind of like shoved in your face. Like, Nostalgia look, bait. it's the pistol. Ah, it's in from the other movie. But I also like to the latter series so and I'm like. Who even notices that? <laughs> Besides diehard Predator okay. fans. <laughs> no, no. Well, I, I, I just I, I have to be devil's advocate every once in a no, while. No, I know. Well, like I said, it's not necessarily a downfall. It just kind no. of was like a in your face about it. But well, I mean and as far as nostalgia bait in movies, this one doesn't have much besides some of those subtle nods, like yeah. some of the dialogue choices and some of the small like like pistol. And, and there's like well the, the skull that he was wearing was from a monster in like the third or fourth Predator movie. Uh, it was from Predators. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was one of the, the river beasts. Yeah. From, it was a river ghost. Yeah. Skull. 
a couple of the only downfalls before I get into highlights. Um, I both loved and hated the visual effects. Most of the visual effects were gorgeous, beautifully mm-hmm. well done. There were a couple that stood out to me. And I think the main reason it stood out is because they filmed on location so much that when they used, yeah. like, and the main one I'm talking about is there's the bear fight in the river. Yeah. That and one, that, that bear, seem... the bear doesn't look bad, but it kind of stands out. Especially next to the dog. Like, yeah, because they have, a, they have a live dog right there. Yeah. And then they have the CGI bear, which again, looks great, but it just stood out. Cause you'd be like, Oh, it's not really there. Which I forgot what kind of dog that was, but that actually was a dog that was true to the times. Carolina dog. Yeah. It's a Carolina dog, which is a rare breed of wild dog that followed the first humans across the Burling Strait. And they actually wanted the dog to be really accurate. And so the Carolina dog that they use is actually a direct descendant of those dogs that they used in that time. And they said that the dog was sweet and it was a hot mess but sweet in her own way like the dog was a little hard to work with sometimes but the dog was and the dog was perfect in the movie honestly like i loved the dog in this movie and then the the only other downfall i have is the predator didn't seem to understand its own tools mainly one tool yeah it has the the laser sight and instead of using a plasma cannon that's shoulder mounted it has this rifle that shoots spikes like spike lances or something yeah and wherever that laser is pointing the spike lances are going to hit no matter what yeah so there's a point in the movie where naru sets up the laser pointed at him because it falls off the gun and then he decides to shoot it and then it spins around and hits him in the face so it's like it it's like he didn't understand his own tools, but yeah, he's trained it, for it. Like I this, just feel like that was a little with not having much background into the predators themselves, like it could be a very much a new tool for them that they just for trying out. But to the same extent, it never gives any of any of that information to us. So I can sit here and I can create a story that makes it make sense. But Dave is completely right. And I did see that as a kind of a downfall for this. Well, the the only way it could make sense is if you tie this movie in with the first Alien versus Predator. It does uh, make it seem like when the Predators come, they are just meant to be hunting and then they find the tools along the way. And it looks like they don't even know what those tools are. They find it and they're like, oh, cool. This is a new weapon. Mm-hmm. But that's also in Alien versus Predator, whereas this is... I, I mean, the they're all on. technically in the same universe, but yeah. I don't know. It it was still weird for me that it's like, oh, you really didn't understand that the spike was going to spin around and hit you. Yeah. Um, for me, a couple of the downfalls that I had was when her tribe member, when a couple of her tribe members find her when she's been trying to hunt him on her, her on her own mm-hmm. and they get attacked and several of them are getting brutally murdered. She takes forever to start running away. She's sitting there just like staring at it and she waits until the predator turns back to her to start running. And I'm like, in those scenarios, you get the fuck out of there as fast as you can. And I know there's probably like some like fear factors involved with that where you're just like, holy shit, like, what do I do? Well, that's what I was going to say. Maybe she was frozen in fear. Like, yeah. Because like, that was really the first real time that she was seeing it in full where like she saw glimpses of it earlier in True. the movie going in and out of camouflage. But that was the first time seeing it full on and going, wow, this thing is a monster. Yeah. So, I mean, she could have been frozen in her tracks. I, I understand. Um, I also, I know what they were trying to do with the immersion of this film with not showing us subtitles when the Frenchmen are talking. 
because she doesn't know what they're saying. So why would we know if we're getting her perspective? Mm -hmm. But to the same extent, I hate it in movies when they have foreign languages and there's no subtitles. I want to know what's being said. Mm -hmm. I I have that problem all the time in so many movies. Like we're even going to be doing the thing in a couple of weeks. And I can't wait for that because there's a very specific scene at the very beginning of the original thing where there's a huge dialogue in Norwegian. And if you know what they say, it changes the film instantly. Yeah. But if you don't know what they're saying, you don't get that extra information. Mm -hmm. And I wish they would have that. Um, The other thing for me. Oh, this one was just like a kind of a funny one. There's a moment where the predator throws like a device over the Frenchman's shoulder and it starts ticking. And I immediately got vibes of Harry Potter puppet pals. <laughs> What's the mysterious noise? What's the mysterious ticking noise? And because all of the Frenchmen all gather around like, what is this? And then it like shoots up and spreads out and then like blows up and kills them all. But I'm like, it's a pipe bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like laughing so hard. I was like, gosh, I was like, I know like there's curiosity with things, but to the same extent, like beeping is never a good <laughs> To be fair, with they it probably never in, heard beeping. With it being in 1719, there aren't timed bombs like that. But in that also, time if uh, your enemy throws something near you, yeah, you don't go near it. Like I don't understand. Like I would think, fight or flight response for me. If anyone's, if my enemy's throwing anything at me, I'm considering it a weapon. And if I don't know what he's using, and I've never seen this kind of enemy before, I'm definitely not going near it. And I think it's a little stupid for every single one of the soldiers. There wasn't one that stayed back. Like No, they all were like, hmm, what's <laughs> Going into the highlights, the movie is just so wonderful. I love how it's basically sorry. an underdog. Oh. oh, I did have one more. Oh, yeah, sorry. sorry. The one other one that I had was the French even said this to Naru when they captured her. They said that they think that this master hunter is looking for the best fighter and that they will not go after they're, they're looking for the best fighter. They're looking for the best prey to fight. Mm-hmm. But then they tie up Naru and her brother and expecting the predator to go after them that are tied up. And then they're like, if you think this is the master hunter that's going after the master prey, it's going after the people that captured them, not the people that are captured. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of the things I was like, yeah, that's a little, a little dumb on their part. But yeah, sorry for the Oh Yeah, it was, well, it was dumb on their part, but I think it was really cool. Oh, to do that. It was incredible. I mean, Naru noticed that and was mm-hmm. like, you know, hey, just don't worry about it. It's not going to come after us. It doesn't see us as a threat. So, but I, uh, what I was saying was I love how this is basically an underdog story of mm-hmm. someone rising to the top and, one thing I really loved about the movie is that it is a like a smaller scale. Yeah. Like it's a big movie, but it's like it has that feeling of it is on a small it is one little tribe, it is one little plot of land. It's not a really big scale movie. But yeah. I, I think it's really well done. And I just think it's so creative. Oh, I think it's very creative. I mean, even the weapons. Like I love that she kept on getting annoyed with missing uh with her axe when she was throwing. And so she decided to tie a string to the axe. Yeah, like she made a rope. Yeah, she made a rope out of a bunch of like uh, branches and stuff like that, like the bark of the branches entwined it together in this really awesome fashion that would be strong shit. Yeah. And her doing that as like a rope dart kind of a weapon. Yeah. And some of the fight scenes they had, like her at the camp 
Well, was like straight out of a fucking video. Like, it made me feel like I was watching Far Cry Primal. <laughs> like, it was so crazy and so visceral. And it was just like so well done. And the choreo fight choreography in that scene alone. Well, I love the way that she adapts to all the fighting throughout the movie. Because like you said, not only does it help her with aiming and like a rope dart almost, but it also helps her retract the weapon back mm -hmm. to her. So it's not throwing the ax into a tree and then having to go retrieve it to keep using it. It's she yeah. can throw it, bring it back and continue fighting. Oh, speaking, but she continues adapting through the whole movie. Speaking of that kind of stuff, uh, speaking of like her brother in this movie, when she, he has this fight with the predator and he's fighting him with a bow and arrow and he's oh, got one man. arrow on him. He shoots him with the arrow. He runs up, grabs the arrow, dodges an attack, shoots him again, grabs the arrow, dodges him, shoots him again. Like I'm sitting here and like there's even that fight I was talking about at the camp with her. She stabs the dude with a knife. Another dude comes after her. She doesn't know where to go. She grabs the knife that's in that dude's leg and cuts that guy's throat and then turns around and uses that knife on another dude. The amount of times they use the same weapons over and over and over again. Not like most movies where you see like some of the fight choreography where they use their arrow and they're like, oh, I'm out of arrows. Uh, I'll just hit him with my bow or whatever. <laughs> like, no, these people wanted to use the strongest weapon they could and they would put themselves in harm way to get that weapon back. Well, it, it definitely seemed like a fight for survival. It wasn't yeah. just a use the weapon, move on, keep going like you're Superman. It is, I am going to die if I do not <laughs> exactly. get this back. Like, and when she rips the knife out of the guy's leg, it's not like an easy pullout. She just yanks it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just so well done. Um, the her brains in this, her being able to use all of her hunting skills that she has with all of her crafting elements in the movie, all the medicinal think scenes in this movie, with all of her knowledge that she got the from the medicine women in the tribe, and then using her hunting gear and like them even crafting like the gurney to carry that guy yeah. and like showing them actually crafting that and them getting like the the wax off the trees for longer lit torches, mm -hmm. like so many of these small, intricate details that really made this seem more real. Well, with the little details, I love that every time you see Naru preparing for a fight or after a fight, she's cleaning herself up and doing something. It shows a dual perspective of it shows her doing something preparing and then it shows the predator also adapting and mm -hmm. updating his weapons and preparing or when she's wounded she's putting the medicine on her wounds and then it cuts to the predator putting medicine his on his wounds he's like and cauterizing himself. his wounds yeah so it's kind of cool seeing the duality between the two characters growing almost together mm. to top the other it's just i i just can't well, explain and like one of the greatest <laughs> scenes for me in this it comes pretty early on in the movie it's when the predator does it come down he's first like uh in front of that snake and you see the mice eating the ant and then you see the snake eating the mouse and then you see the predator kill the snake. Yeah. And it's this whole food chain kind of predator <laughs> prey circle thing that you get taught in schools and stuff that was just like it was all in one scene and it did it so well. Yeah. And I was not expecting that to be as like cool as it was. And I really just so much of this like. Mm -hmm. The character in this, I have to say, Naru was one of the smartest movie characters I have seen in cinema, period. Just straight up, period. Naru was exactly what I wanted the live action Mulan to be. She used her brains and all of her knowledge to outmaneuver and outkill and outpace someone who was way stronger, had way more weaponry than her in every way. Well, it was also just nice seeing a character that didn't start as 
the best thing ever made. You could tell that she fought and learned her way mm -hmm. to become the best and just kept trying and trying and getting better. And she had that drive. So it's like she had flaws. Yeah. And it was nice. It wasn't just a, she is a perfect character that is already super strong well, and able to do it is. She had to learn to get there. Yeah, And we saw so that well with that first hunt with the lion. Yeah. Um, that was just a very awesome, cool scene where they, she saw some of her other tribe mates get attacked by the lion. Mm -hmm. She helped uh, one with medicine, get him back alive. And she's the only reason he got back alive. Because everyone was telling her, you're giving him too much medicine. She's like, no. And like they're trying to bundle him up. And she's like, no, he needs to be cold right now or he will die. Do you want him to be comfy or do you want him to be alive? Yep. And I love that line right there because it's so true. Sometimes you need to do the harder things to do what it takes to keep someone alive. Yeah. And sometimes it is for their best benefit to be uncomfortable if it saves their life. Yeah. <laughs> and if, even when she got back to the camp and her mom's like, because of what you did, he survived. And yeah. I know it's because of what you did and what I, you, <laughs> what I taught you. And it was really cool, like touching moments with that. And I loved how much the brother wanted to protect her, but also wanted her to thrive. Mm -hmm. On the storytelling, the movie was so great because the beginning of the movie shows a lot of things that, come back into play later. Yeah. Like when she makes mistakes and her brother or her mother in the tribe, you know, they explain ways for her to improve and get better or even scenery. You know, there's a point with the, uh, I guess, quicksand scene and mm -hmm. she sees that and she brings that back in later to help defeat the predator. And it's just really cool seeing that tie in. Well, even the thing that um, her brother said to her when she was going to fight the lion tell them that you're making your stand and they're going to not make it any further than this or whatever that line was. Mm -hmm. And she says it to the predator right before she kills him. Yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah, <laughs> get him. <laughs> and it's just one of these just things that I just, I love when movies make these small callbacks to earlier things. And this movie did it extremely well where they mm -hmm. were really subtle things. Yeah. Almost forgot the, the most important highlight of all in this movie. It doesn't matter anything else. The dog does not die. Yes, that's true. <laughs> so that's the best part of the movie. So if you're worried about the dog, <laughs> he is the goodest boy and he survives and does a very good job. Well, and I even loved like there was a couple of scenes where I thought the dog was going to uh, get killed, especially with the bear. And I love the subtle things with that. When she stumbles upon the bear, um, she has this moment where the wind shifts and the bear smells them. Mm -hmm. And instantly the bear's like, and I was like, that attention to detail in a movie is something I have not seen that much very well. Because on a lot of these movies, you don't think about the smell or the wind or these primal instincts. You think about, oh, well, they didn't hear me or they didn't see me, but you don't think about smell. Yeah. And that's something that I thought was brilliant in this. They brought that as an extra sense for these predators <laughs> to have against their prey yeah and like the dog even knowing what to do if she can't get her, her bow tie so the dog starts barking at the bear and runs off of the opposite direction so she's distracted can distract yeah and i was like that's so cool <laughs> like it was so amazing like i haven't seen a dog this epic since john wick three <laughs> uh like seriously like there's so much I can say about this movie. I, I love so much of 
the fighting in this movie. I loved all all the things with the Frenchman. I loved mm-hmm. her trapping the Frenchman. Yeah. <laughs> like so many of these just subtle things. And I, I think it's definitely one that everyone should watch for sure. Yeah. So um, I guess, do you have anything else? I don't think so. Uh, again, we both recommend this movie. Check it out. When it becomes available to buy, buy it. it it's a great movie. Um, and I guess that's all I have. Yeah, I think that's all I have too. So yeah, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, if you can, leave some comments or remarks or give us a rating, please. Giving a rating on these goes a long way. Absolutely. So again, next week, we're looking at A Knight's Tale. So Woo-hoo! check it out and join us then. All right. Bye. Bye.